Hi, I'm Nikki from Teaching Autism and welcome to the Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Are you an autism or special education professional? Are you a teacher or therapist looking for support and new ideas? You may even be a parent, family member or carer. This podcast is perfect to help you find out more information, support and get some of your questions answered. Hi and welcome back to the Teaching Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Today's episode is a little bit like Marmite. I wasn't 100% sure whether to do it or not. I have been bombarded with questions about what to ask schools when they're reopening and how to decide whether to go back. And honestly, I feel like a broken record because I keep saying over and over that this is, it's really a personal decision. It has to be. Everyone's situations are different. And don't forget, all of our schools, classrooms and students are different too. And that makes it really difficult for anyone to make a decision for you, except for you and your close family members. At the end of this episode, I am also going to be discussing some recommended bits to have ready for your return to school. Now, the questions I'm discussing today are not the absolute law to go by. These are questions that I have compiled with help of some fellow special educators that we think are the most important questions to be asking our schools when we go back. So brace yourself. There's a lot of questions today. Don't let yourself go overwhelmed. These are just ideas for things that will maybe make you think and help you make your decision. So number one, if a teacher tests positive for coronavirus, What is the policy? So how long will they be off for? Will they be tested again before returning? What about any students or staff they were exposed to, particularly in their classroom? Will they all need to quarantine before returning? And most importantly, will they be paid sick pay to cover all of this? Number two is testing. So will the school be testing everyone before returning? Who pays for that? Who manages the results? And what form of testing is it going to be? Number three, if someone in the household of a teacher or a student tests positive for coronavirus, what is that policy? Do they need to be tested? Quarantined? And again, will this be paid? Number four, what about substitute teachers? So will they be tested? And when they're being exposed to different environments and students on a much more regular basis, will that mean that they get tested more regularly? If so, who pays for this? And who's going to keep track of this and the results? And if they do test positive, what happens to everyone that they have recently been in contact with? Different students, staff and schools. Number five, if a student in your class tests positive for coronavirus, What is that policy? Does everyone else get tested? Who pays for and organises that? Does everyone need to be sent home and kept in quarantine until the results are back? Will families be made aware that their child may have been exposed? What is the policy surrounding the data of this? Will it be your child may have been in contact with another student who was tested positive? Or will it be more direct regarding the same classroom? Number six. This is something that is really important to me. What about teachers' health and well-being? 
Teachers have already been through a lot during distance learning, trying to please everyone as well as look after themselves and everyone else. So what's going to be done to support teachers? Number seven, a touchy subject for sure, but an important one nonetheless, death. If a student or a member of her staff has died from coronavirus, what happens? How will this affect students and staff members? How will they be told? Who will tell them? What will be done to help them cope with this? Number eight, if a member of staff has a vulnerable family member in their household, what are the policies? Do they still need to remain at home to minimise the risk or will they be expected to go back into the classroom? Number nine, a very important one, cleaning. Who is going to be on top of ensuring that the classrooms and the school as a whole are kept clean and sterilised? Who is going to do it? How often? How will it be recorded? And when will the cleaning take place? And how long will it take? Who's going to provide cleaning equipment? Number 10, personal hygiene and life skills. This is a big one for the question, so brace yourself. What about students who are unable to independently wash their hands? Or students who have poor hygiene skills? What happens with toileting or changing students? There are so many different hygiene and life skills for us to consider when we're going back into the classroom. Number 11, we need that equipment. Masks, aprons, gloves, who's providing them? Who is expected to wear them? What if a student or staff member refuses to wear them? Number 12, food and drink, especially for those of us who usually provide breakfast, snacks and lunch for students. Will students be expected to fetch their own in from home? What's going to be the policy regarding this? Some students may fetch things in that need warming up or staff need to help them open them. Will a guide be sent home to parents and families to ensure that they are aware of all of this? What happens if a student comes to school and they don't have any food or drink? Number 13, IEP meetings and all other meetings. How are these going to be held? Will they even be held? Will social distancing still be in place? Number 14, playtimes or any form of outdoor play or recess. What is going to be the policy? One class at a time? If there's play equipment, can this be accessed or do students need to be kept away from it? Number 15, traveling to and from school. How is this going to work? Will students be brought in by parents in their own cars? Will school buses still run? What about the bus drivers? Will they be tested? Will students and staff be screened when they arrive? What if when they arrive that they found that maybe they have a high temperature or they're displaying symptoms? What happens with everyone else on that bus? What about parents who may not disclose possible symptoms? What's the policy for sending a student home? Who makes that decision and based on what? And where will students wait if they are suspected to have it and with who? Number 16. What is the policy regarding staff who just don't feel comfortable yet coming back to school or students whose family members don't want them returning yet? Number 17. What is the policy that they are going to use if a certain percentage of students or staff test positive? Is it going to be 10% school-wide, 2% in the classroom? What is the decision for if the school closes? Will it go back to online learning? 
Who and how is that decided? 18. Materials. Will extra materials be provided to avoid students sharing the same materials, the same manipulatives, toys, books and all other resources? Number 19. What about therapists who usually provide services to students? Will they continue to provide services to students across different schools and or classrooms? How will this work? Number 20. How are small group sessions going to be conducted in the classroom? 21. What is the classroom layout policy going to be? Will there be a set number of students for parts of the day? Will there be reduced staff? Reduced hours? How many students and staff will be in one area at any one time? And will it realistically be possible to maintain social distancing? And finally, number 22. Probably the most uncomfortable question we really don't want to have to be thinking about. If a member of staff or a student gets the virus and becomes severely ill or in the awful event dies from the virus, what happens? What is the policy regarding this? So I promised at the start of this episode that I would share some recommended bits to have ready for when you return to school. And here are my must-haves. Masks, disposable gloves, disposable aprons, anti-back, anti-back wipes, and visuals for remembering good hygiene and maintaining social distancing. Now, I am honestly of the belief where if schools believe it is safe for us to return, then they should be providing all of the necessary resources and equipment to provide a safe space for staff and students alike. There may be other things you want to add to that list, that's just a basic list of must-haves. And if you have any good ideas, be sure to head on over to the show notes, leave a comment or join our Facebook group, which I'll also link in the show notes, and we can carry on the discussion there. I hope you found today's podcast episode helpful. I'm sure there are hundreds of other questions that we could be asking before the reopening of schools and making a decision on whether to return or not. But these are some of the ones that we feel are probably the most important to be asking regarding our students. Next week on the podcast, I am talking all about my best tips for going back to school after coronavirus, from getting your room ready to providing individual work. You can subscribe to the podcast and be notified as soon as a new episode goes live, or join our mailing list, which you can find in today's show notes. If you have a spare minute today, I would really love and appreciate you if you could leave a review on the podcast, and this will help other educators find our show too. Thank you for listening, and I'll speak to you again soon.